But I'm looking at this, and the pastor was telling me, I don't know if you put that up, what the message was about. The series is about repentance. Repentance is hard to talk about, all right, because everybody really wants to hear about how God loves us, and he does, and Dylan uh, helped me now with these songs because, you know, God loves us. We have victory because of Jesus. We only righteous because of Jesus, and he loves us, amen, but he also challenges us. And that's one thing, if anything, at first it was God, but it was one thing that sparked my interest almost a year ago. It was when Dylan and Pastor Joe said that God would challenge you. And I don't like to be challenged. I don't know about you. you know, and I won't put up with anybody challenging me, but when I heard that God challenges you, I never heard that that way. I can't fight with him. You know what I mean? I can't call the cops on him before... Pastor Joe steals what I said the other day. We cannot call diapers on God. Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? We cannot. We cannot. But the series is about repentance. And the title that Pastor put on this was um, True Confession. So before I wanted to look at that, I says, okay, we look at repentance and confession. And I realized that they're both not the same. You would think they're the same. But they're not the same. So I decided to do a little research. But before I continue, I just want to say that God loves us. And I used to say that to my kids before I beat them. Not that you guys are going to get beat. But just to know, you know, um, yes, I did. Spared the rod, spoiled the child, all that stuff. It was real. I didn't abuse them. But God gave us our backs not to just sit on. Amen. So I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen now. But sometimes it feels that way. The word says that. The word of God cuts coming out and going in. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow when God is challenging us, when God is confronting us because of our sin. Amen. All right. So I started looking a little bit at what repentance means. And I'm not a scholar. And I started looking a little bit at the Greek. And I wasn't going to say the word Greek, but that as I continue going, I saw that it meant something else. But it, it said metanoia, which means to perceive something afterwards. All right, but then when I continue looking at another interpretation, the word meta in, 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 um, in Greek means to change. And noia means mind, to change your mind, all right, or to perceive later. And a lot of times to say hindsight is twenty twenty, And sometimes we, we do things and we, we regret, all right, what we did, and sometimes we don't. As you guys know, and I'm not going to get into that, when I'm interviewing people in my office or in the jail, and 9 out of 10, everyone that I interview is not guilty. You know, they didn't commit their murder. They didn't commit their robbery. They didn't commit all that. They didn't do it. The cops had it out for them. They were profiling, et cetera, whatever. And sometimes when they confess, they don't repent. And that's what I want to talk to us about today. Because if the title that the pastor had gave me was in reference to true repentance or true confession, what is that? All right, what is that? So I'll continue to look at that. When I looked at the, at the Greek, just so I won't get straight, because I'll stray as you get to know me, I'll talk about five things at the same time. All right, I don't know if it's my ADD and whatever else I was, in, I was classified as. I don't know what it is, but when I was going to school, you were just a problem child, and you were special ed. All right, and that was it. But it was no labels, all these labels that men give you, OCD and all that kind of stuff. God said that I'm redeemed, that I'm a new creation in Christ, and so are we. All right, so, so, so all of us. So in the Greek, repent means that to perceive afterwards, 
And it says that this level of awareness applies to our speech, our emotions, and our intention. Really means it means that we accept a new level of responsibility. And in our in our language, in English, in short, because there's a lot of meanings for it, it means to to feel or express sincere regret or remorse about our wrongdoings, to be sorry about something or something that we have done. All right. Now, a lot of times we say, I don't got nothing to repent of. So just to get that out of the way and skip to three of these pages that I wrote on repentance. It says, Jesus said in Matthew 4, 17, repent because the kingdom of heaven has come near. He had come near. He had left heaven to come here. All right. But he also tells us to repent. A lot of times you call people and God tells us that, that we ought to, you know, you could do open rebuke. You ought to rebuke. He rebuked Peter. Amen. He says, sentence gave behind me. He wasn't rebuking Peter per se. He was rebuking sentence, but. You know, pastors and leaders and God's word is the one that convicts us. It doesn't condemn us. Satan condemns us. The word of God convicts us. All right. So I looked at I looked at repentance and I look at confession. And as I was looking at all these papers that I'm getting out of the way, because as I was sitting there and I was looking at what the word of God says, you know, don't worry. There's not a lot of papers. It's that I'm I'm a little near. I, I can't really see. So my font is like a 25, but, you know, so besides all this stuff that I wanted to get out of, you bear with me, I wanted to get rid of half of this. I'll tell you why. Because we study the word, and we study the word, and we study the word. Now, now I'm reading the wrong thing. Joyful, amen. And then why is it then that you have Christians all over the country and in the West that are miserable? And we praise the Lord, we come to church, we raise our hands, we sing the songs, and yet we're miserable. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Because when I researched the word true, and I wanted to see what true means, it had a lot of meanings, but it means genuine, authentic. The real McCoy even had a word... In Hindi, that says puka. I said, what's puka? It means solid. And the reason is that for us to truly repent, we need to truly confess. And there is a difference. There is a difference. Our sin will find us out. Every time. Thank you. Our sin will find us out. And the time, what happens is that we want fire insurance most of the time. We want to say the right words do the right things, things like that, but we just want a get-out-of-hell-free card. But God definitely will challenge us. And he tells us to repent. God loves us. He loves us. He'll meet us where we are, but he doesn't want us to stay the way we are. We take God's grace at times and make it a disgrace, thinking that I'm saved. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. My salvation is secure. That's it. I'm not going to go to hell. Then we think we're going to be able to live our lives the way we want to and live like children of Satan during the week. But then on Sunday, we're going to grab our Bible and come to church. 
Amen. Do we truly repent? And, 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 and don't take my word for it because it says here, right here. It says right here in verse, in verse 3. So from the word, my words don't mean anything, but you could, you could challenge my words all the time. You can't challenge God, but you can, but we're going to lose. And his word says here, when I kept silent, my bones became brittle from groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained. When I try to keep my sin from God, and we sin every day, not of one way or another. But there's a difference when the world sins and when Christians sin. And what I mean by that is because the world practices sin. We fall into sin. There is a difference. We are never going to be without sin. We're never going to be sinless. And I heard somebody else say this years ago. We're never going to be sinless, but as time goes on, we sin less. Amen? And I ain't beating anybody up because I did it myself. I remember when I went to church, I couldn't wait for the pastor to stop. Not this pastor. Many, many moons ago. All right? Because I want to make clear because I wasn't going to say. Maybe, maybe 20 years ago, uh, 30 years ago, I couldn't wait for the pastor to stop because I wanted to go home and get high. All right? To pull out what I had in the backyard. I couldn't have keep beer in my house, so I, could, I loved when it snowed because I used to put it out in the snow. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't get dumped out. All right? So I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. You know what I mean? So, so that's that. So we can't live the way we, I mean, we, again, we're going to sin. But as time goes on, we're going to struggle. Another pastor told me dead men don't struggle. But if you're not struggling and if you're sinning and you don't feel convicted, you don't feel any remorse, and we're not here to judge, but now i got to question your salvation. we got to do our self-evaluation. Because when we sin against God, the Holy Spirit is going to convict us. You're doing this wrong. You're going down the wrong way. And look at, look at here. It says, when I kept silence, my bones became brittle. We could say became miserable. I couldn't sleep and I couldn't think straight. Some people, when they commit crimes, they just want to go ahead out and say, you know what? I did it. I did this. And they confess of, of the murder of this or that. And they want to pay restitution. Well, we don't have to pay restitution because Jesus paid it on the cross for us. The crime that we committed was sin, disobeying God. All right? Repentance in the Bible is recognizing that, biblically, is that God is sovereign. That God is, that, that God is sovereign. And it's ripped up over there somewhere, but I was looking at it, and it says it's that knowing that God is sovereign, that we had, you know, not only violated God's law, Jesus paid for it on the cross for us. He came down here. We have the victory in him. But it says again, when I kept silent, what are you keeping silent? What have you not confessed to God? Truly confessed. Truly confessed to God. And it's not only confessing but repenting, you know, and repenting. And it says your bones became brittle day and night, all day. He says your hand was heavy on me. The Holy Spirit is not going to let us go. It's going to continue after us, continue after us, convicting us. And a lot of times we dismiss that conviction is that I'm only human. The, f- the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, and we use that. And I think that's worn out. You know, well, I'm only human. I'm only human. But we can't use our humanity as an excuse to concede, co- continue to sin against God and think that God is going to bless us. It says that we're supposed to be joyful. How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven. We've been forgiven. But God is not going to be mocked. God is not going to put his, his seal of approval every time 
we do something, regardless if we're saved or not saved. We are his children, and he loves us, and he's going to chastise us. A lot of times we think that God is not listening to our prayers, but what is hindering our prayers? What is hindering? I mean, he told, at one time he told Israel to stop praying, that he wasn't going to listen to them anymore. You know, because he took them out of, he took, they were his children, and they took them out of situation, but then no sooner did he start blessing them, and then they would forget about them again. And then they would go into, into captivity again or something else, or the enemies would get the better hand on them. Then they were crying out to God, and they kept playing that game with God. They, they didn't stop being his children. Don't get that wrong. We don't stop, but his hand was away. He wasn't blessing them. He wasn't listening to their prayer or answering their, his, answering their prayer. And then it says here, then I acknowledge, and here it is. And it also said that, that, that the conviction, it says that my strength was drained as in the summer heat. And you know, this is a song. The Psalms are a song. This psalm, or most of the psalms, was written by King David. And at the end, as you see a lot of verses, it says the word selah, which is a break in the song. So this is kind of like King David singing to to God and God singing to King David, and you're going to see. Because if you see the first half, is David talking about, he's saying, he, he's praying, he's singing. This, this is a song. We could put music to that worship team, right? Make a, make a song about this, all right? And he's singing that. And then he's saying how it's heavy. Then he said, then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity, my sin. I said I would confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. So what sins, what hidden sin, we, we can't hide from God. The scripture said no matter where we go, we go to the bottom of the sea, he's there. No matter where we go, he's there. And our sin will always find us out, right, brother? So to truly confess is to be real. One of the meanings of the word true says the real McCoy. You know, the real McCoy, the genuine So. Of our prayers superficial, if we just want the blessing, you know, if we just want God's blessing, you know, it's not enough to know the word of God. And it's something else I heard from somebody else. Because people say, man, you got some good sayings. I've got them from somebody else most of the time. It says it's not only knowing the word of God, but getting to know the God of the word. You know, and that is important. Not only knowing the word of God, but the God of the word. And then it continues saying here, it says, I will confess. And we said, therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you immediately. And then it continues saying that when the great waters come to us, look, bottom line is that while we're here, whether we're being faithful or we're being unfaithful, God is faithful. And while we're here, we're going to go through. Joe Foch, which is a preacher that I listen to the radio sometime. He says, while we are in this earth suits, these bodies we are going to go through. Jesus said that he sent us um, like sheep amongst wolves. Amen. So we're going to go through this. You know, Lazarus went through stuff. Not the one that died, the one that the rich man Lazarus, that the dogs would come and lick his wounds. And he was homeless. Even Jesus was homeless at the time. He said the birds of the air have weather where to lay nest, but he, does, he didn't have where to lay his head. So 
because we're going through it doesn't mean that God doesn't love us. But sometimes when we're going through trials or tribulations, there's a test that I believe that I tried that I was taught a long time ago that we have to find out what, what's happening. And I want to share that with you a little bit. When we are going through hard times, we need to know if it's because of a consequence of our sin, okay? If it's a consequence of our sin, well, then we need to repent and truly confess to God, okay, and repent, and which means to turn away. So Pastor Joe mentioned it last week about doing a 180 is to turn, is to turn. But when I started looking at that word repent in Greek, it says meta means to change. It's not only to turn, but to change, to change your mind. You know, to change your mind. So if we're going through something because of the cause of Christ, because we're preaching the gospel, then we praise the Lord. We got to praise him anyway. We got to praise him whether we're having a good time, we're in the mountain, everything is fine, all the bills are paid, and the refrigerators are full, so we still got to praise him when they're empty and the lights are cut off. And I've been through all of that. And I've been through all that. And I know it's harder to praise him when things are going bad but you know what? The Bible also says to give a sacrifice of praise. And that's when, when, when it comes in. When it comes in. The other thing is, so when you're going through something, remember that when you're going through something, we have to evaluate ourselves. Is this is because a consequence of my sin. If you're going around, driving around, for example, and I've, I spoke to somebody um, a while back, I think a matter of fact, I'm going to say my daughter, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve in Florida driving around drunk, had a car accident. Luckily, she didn't get hurt. Don't blame God because you had a car accident. Nobody told you to drink and get on that car. You know, why God allowed this to happen to me? God didn't tell you to get in that car to drink, to go around, driving around, get drunk. Now you suffer the consequences of getting locked up, calling me from Florida to bail her out from Jersey. I didn't even answer her call. Somebody else bailed her out. Then I spoke to her later on. So a lot of times, God is not going to bail us out. God, God is not going to bail us out when we go through stuff. And we're going to have to just deal with it. We make our beds and we lie in it. But as we truly confess to the Lord, as we truly submit to God, he will help us. He will, he will deliver us. God, he forgave David. And I'm about to close. God forgave David for the sin that he committed murder. He committed adultery. When the baby was born, the baby died. And he also said that, that the, the sword would never depart from his house because he had so much blood in his hands. But he also said with the same breath that God was, uh, uh, David was a, a man after God's own heart. You know, God ain't sitting there with a stick trying to beat us every time we mess up. But you know what? He is just. He is true. He's not going to wink at our sin. You know, let's not try to take um, advantage of God and do um, dope fiend moves on the Lord because it's not going to work. I got I to throw that out there because, and as I felt there, I wanted to rip that, but I was depending on that. And I just felt compelled to just go ahead and rip that and rip that off because all that was just school stuff. What I looked in Google, what I looked at, all that. And I didn't want to hear that. I wanted to speak from my heart because I love you guys and I want you guys to have the victory. I don't want you guys to go through the things that I went through even in church, even the things, in, even in church. And sometimes we could become self-righteous. 
You know, man, I do this, I do this, I did that, I did this, and this, that, and we can't do that. And, man, we got, we got to be careful, and we think that everything's okay, and watch, because God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. I'm just going to close with this. In, in 2 Chronicles, in 2 Chronicles 7.14, one of my favorite verses, it says, If my people, which are called by my name, that's us. All right, he was talking to Israel, but it's us. We adopted. Amen? We adopted. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. I just added in there, confess. All right? Will humble themselves and pray, confess, and seek my face, truly seek God. Are we seeking God during the week? Are we praying? It's not that we got to read the Bible every day. It's good if we do. You know, are we seeking God's face? Are we seeking his will? And it says, and we turn from, and they turn from their wicked ways or repent. Because it's here, you know, when we were looking at Psalms, when we were looking at Psalms, it was talking about the wicked also. Didn't it? It was talking about the wicked. But here, and it also said that we got to turn or repent. He says, then I will hear from heaven. So if we don't confess and we don't repent, God is not really listening to our prayers. I mean, he knows all, so he's not answering our prayers. He's not going to answer our prayers. So he says, if, if, if we that are, are called by his name, we need to humble ourselves, confess, repent, and he will hear, and he will forgive our sins, and he will hear our land. The day that we accepted Jesus Christ, healing started in our lives. And, and even though sometimes we go through stuff physically again while we're going what we're going through in this earth suit, we're going to go through stuff, but God is, is healing us. Scripture also says that we go from glory to glory, that we go from glory to glory. Amen. And the last thing I want to do here, I want to finish um, reading this verses. So you know that verse is one, and I printed it here. They need to make a Bible this big. So, so verses one to seven is David talking or singing to the Lord. This is me. This is, it was kind of like a duel. I picture this, David singing to God and God singing to David. You know, this scripture, I think in Zephaniah, it says that God sings over us. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I remember one night, I was so stressed out. And it was about, I used to do worship in the church I used to go to. And you might not believe it. You don't have to. That's okay. The Lord said, sing to me. He said, sing to me. And I got up that morning and I started singing to the Lord. And it was awesome. And I had a horrible day at work. But because I had spent such a great time with the Lord that morning, I took it all in stride. And instead of getting in the flesh and losing my job and hitting somebody, I said, that's all right. I said, that's all right. It's all right. It's all good. This is temporary. And they look at me like I had two heads after they said what they said to me. But look what God says. And you correct me, Pastor, if I'm wrong. Look what Pastor says, uh, um, um, the Lord says. I will instruct you and show you the way to go. God is trying to instruct us, trying to show us the way to go. But he's not going to force his will on us. He is not. So it's up to us to listen or not to listen. And he's always with us. It says, I will instruct you and show you the way to go My eye with my eye on you. I will give you counsel. It's up to us to listen. 
Do not be like a horse or a mule without understanding. The In other words, don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn. That's what he's saying. Don't be stubborn. There must be control with a bit and a brittle. So the guy said, you know what? You want me to put a saddle on you? I'll do it right now. God will put a bit and a brittle in you. He will. He will. So he said, or else it will not come near you. And here it is. And when I was talking about the wicked, many pains comes to the wicked. A lot of stuff that we're going, it's not that we're wicked in the way we are because the Bible said that there's nothing good in man's heart. Man, the, the heart of man is naturally wicked is what it says. All right? And that's what God wants. Above all things, he wants our heart because that's what he wants to transform. He wants to transform our heart. And the only way that happens is by we reading the word of God by washing our mind, by submitting, by totally, totally surrendering and submitting to God. That's true repentance. To just confess your sin and then continue the rest of the week doing it over and over again. Sometimes that happens. I went to church for about a year, continuing getting high. But every time, I got more disgusted with myself. And I said, I can't do that. It was like I kept putting God back on the cross. You know, it got, every time I got high... It was like I was giving him a black eye. You know, and I was so grateful for what he did for me that I says, I need, I need to serve. I need to serve him. You know, if he gave everything up for me, I didn't want to give it up. I didn't want to give anything up for him. I didn't want to give up the drugs, and as time went on, that left. And even now that it's been so many years that I haven't gotten high, there's things that I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning when he wakes me up to pray. I don't want to be here at 7 o'clock in the morning to be with the pastor and some other guys early in the morning to pray. But you know what? That's the lifeline that God has given me. You know, look, I love you. Um, sorry for anything that I may have said that I've been wrong, but say this. You know, when you're going to confess, truly confess to God, he will not be marked. Think about what you got to repent of. And every day we need to evaluate ourselves. Amen.